One welcome to the Our Radio Podcast. The Our Radio Podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.co.uk. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team. Yawa Radio. Be happy. Be inspired. So you're listening to uh, Yawa Radio, and it's always great to be joined by great guests. And today I'm joined by, by Vicky Walker, Director of Human Resources at Westfield Health. And uh, we're going to be talking about, and, and we're going to be talking about the future of work, because we have gone through some quite dramatic changes over the past 18 months. So, Vicky, how are you? Hi, Steve. Lovely to meet you. And thank you so much for inviting me on to talk to you and your guests today. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, looking looking forward to uh, really finding out because you know, your organisation's done a fair bit of work around this and, um, and, and is sharing some great information. So um, let, let's kick off and, and just think about, um, you know, what is the new normal? <laughs> well, what, what a question. <laughs> for a very long time what is the new normal I think it's um you know it's a scary world we've been through huge change that I think nobody would have ever have anticipated was ever to come and and now it's I think we're all waiting in anticipation for what the new normal is and you know lots of different opinions around that out there at the moment in terms of what is going to be the new normal and when will we feel settled that we're into a new normal as well so, Vicky, you know, your organisation has done a lot of work around this and, and um, looked at various sectors, various categories. What what kind of things have you found about people, you know, coming back to work, you know, like in percentage figures and things like that? What's What have you found? You know, I think we find that um, there's not a one size fits all. You know, there's a varying of opinions, varying opinions around how many people want to be back in the office, don't want to be and varying degrees of of why uh, um kind of from anxiety from finding that they actually are more productive being at home so um you know there's lots and lots of research out there different sectors have got different viewpoints and needs as well as to as to what that new normal is going to be for them in the future and and westfield health you're all about well-being in the workplace of course so you know that's that's your raison d'etre and 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 the great and the great things that you do but from the research that you did, were there, was it a quite high percentage of people that were feeling a bit nervous about coming back? Yeah, you know, the research shows that um, about 51% of people are anxious, really anxious about coming back in. And um, with the anxiousness comes a, a requirement. So they're expecting more of their employers now. They're expecting their employers to look after their well-being since COVID. So, you know, we've got over the research, 66% of um you know, employees are, are expecting more from their employer around health and well-being. So it is time that businesses and organisations thought about how they look after their well-being of their of their employees. Um, and it's not just down to uh, the NHS and the health sector; it's down to employees as well. And Vicky, what what does that well-being mean, though, for 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 people coming back? You know, because just thinking top of my head, you know, the first people that thoughts had come into the, people's head uh, it would be probably about um awareness mental health awareness anxiety is is that what what they're looking for support and 
Yeah, I think you can generally say they're looking for support, but I think the biggest thing is for you to, for people in organisations to ask their staff, ask them, because we make lots of assumptions. Oh, it must be about mental health. Oh, it must be because they're anxious about COVID. But actually, we don't know unless we take time to talk to your people. So I find within our organisation, it's really important and we've spent lots of time just talking. You know, it's the easiest thing in the world, but often it's the most forgotten about. So talk to to your employees to find out exactly what it is that they're worried about. Are they worried or is it actually I just like being at home? I can put my washing on in my dinner. I can you now have a walk out with the dog. I'm not worried. I'm not rushing to do school runs and things. So I think you know, we make lots of assumptions around the anxiety and what well-being means to people. And it's not always about, um, you know, putting on exercise classes and making people go to the gym. Well-being is, is such a huge topic. Uh, this is not me preaching to the converted, but it's a huge topic. And it's so much wider than just what some people make the assumptions it is. No, and, and I get that. I mean, just earlier today, after been doing some of the stuff that I've been doing, I've been sat in the garden for an hour, enjoying a cup of tea and just relaxing and just completely switching off for an hour. And then coming back in and whereas if, you know, if it had been in the workplace and that, that wouldn't have been, well, it wouldn't have been so easy to do because I just thinking back in my time when I used to work in offices, you know, we all we used to be sat at our desk, munching our sandwiches, drinking our tea, not switching off, you know, and yeah. all that kind of thing. So yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big thing. It's a, it's a big thing. So, so in terms of um, what, what, what about the big, the big thing that, I get asked a lot in some of the work that I do is, yeah, it's okay, Steve, you know, you quite enjoy working at home, you know, but, but I enjoy the water cooler moments, yeah. you know, and I enjoy the social, are you, are you a bit, I mean, <laughs> are you a bit of a loner or something? No, I just have worked from home for years, really. Um, and yeah. just got into the thing. But it's not for every, you know, people are different, like you say, and people enjoy those water cooler moments and those social interactions. It's important. I think it is important. It's definitely important for company culture as well as, um, you know, people's individual well-being. We're human. You know, we like human interaction as much as we might have a, you know, a miserable day. We don't want to talk to anybody. We feed off that human interaction around whether that's family, friends, colleagues. So I think that's important that we don't lose sight of that. But it's how we generate um, opportunities for that whether you continue having a full working from home scenario you know we said in the early days of covid you know i've, I've um you know uh quizzes and socials well maintain that I don't think oh we've ticked that box so everyone's all right now they're happy I think those things are really important to maintain if you're going to remain a whole workforce remaining from home I think if not and you're bringing people back to work I accept that when they when they are in the office even if it's that one day a week they will be less productive, but that's okay because we need what what the vibe of is the water cooler moments, the chats, the conversations, and that in turn is good for people's mental health and well-being. So it's it's understanding you might have to trade off a little bit of this, but you get so much more back uh, by allowing people to have that human interaction with each other. Vicky, and it's interesting what you say as well about the productivity, because again, I can remember early days, you know, I'm talking to some business people and it's oh, 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 I'm a bit, bit dodgy about my staff working from home. They'll not be doing anything. You know, they will be in the garden all day or walking the dog. Or, but I think your research found that that's not actually the case, isn't it? Did you find that people were very quite productive working at home? Yeah, definitely. And I think in the early days, it was about trust, wasn't it? We've not done it before. Oh, what are they going to be doing? And, and I think not just organisations felt that from the leadership, but 
individuals felt that, oh, I must be glued to my computer 24 seven, because if someone um, emails me and I've not answered it, they won't see that I've nipped to the loo or I've gone to make a cup of tea. And I think it's taken some time, isn't it? Like any period of change, it's mm. that adjustment. Um, but but absolutely, I think now we've, organisations have seen that people are trusted, and people feel trusted. Um, people do seem to be doing more because they're having that less distraction day day to day. So I think um, being naive to think that if we brought everybody back in the office five days, we would get the same amount of productivity. I, I don't think we would. And, and equally, when people haven't got a commute, they're more likely to carry on working for 10, five, you know, 10 15 mm. more minutes than they are running to get the bus to get home. So um, I think it's give and take, definitely, for, for both sides. Just flipping it around a bit, what 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 about from a from a management and leadership perspective then? Because that's that must be a bit of a call to change for some managers as well, depending on their style, of course. If they're if they're quite autocratic, this must be a real problem for them. I think managers, you know, I think often we say all well, managers and leaders, but we have to remember that they're employees too, and they will have felt that personal frustration, pain, angst about am I tied to my computer? Am I doing this? So I think Often we put them in the manager box, but I think we should always remember that they're um, employees too. Um, but equally, what we've tended to do is look at manager-specific training. So, um, you know, the old saying about putting your, your, your own gas mask on on an aeroplane before anybody else. It's the same with managers and, and looking after people. You can't look after your team if you don't look after your own well-being, if you don't understand your own frustrations and understand how to manage teams remotely. So I think there's been a lot of work around how to manage teams remotely, how to get the best out of them. And I think now people have come through the other side and it's maybe a little bit more anxious now. With how do I manage a team that might be in the office and at home? How do I manage this hybrid way of working so it's it's then taking the managers and leaders on a journey of, of support and to how you get the best out of people when you might have some in the office some at home um, and recognizing that they're individuals at the same time so so i say you know a lot of that comes down into communication and having these these chats with with people and um yeah and, and then i'm just thinking uh, not necessarily like i'm thinking of some like chats in the past in businesses where it's quite formal, this can be quite a relaxed atmosphere to have a chat about this. Can be doesn't mean to doesn't need to be like the headmaster study, like come on in and say like, <laughs> so uh, you know what what do you want, Steve? You know, do you want two days at home, three days in the office? Doesn't have to be that, does it? No, and I think you know the more relaxed you are as managers and leaders and you and your organisation, the more truth you'll get from your from your employees. And I think you know having those conversations about saying what you experience and what you feel so bringing that again human ele element and talking regularly about it because I think we're naive to think we'll have some seasonal changes with how people want to work it's cold it's icy you don't want to be getting up to do your commute to drive in the office you know but in the summer you might feel like you might want to wander in the office because there's a nice park nearby so I think we're naive to think there won't be seasonality changes with that and I think continuing talking to your um, your employees and your, and your staff is really important to maintain that open communication where there's sort of no judgment. And the, I think managers and leaders need to lead by example and say, oh, I like it. I like it at home to do this and I like it in the office to do that. And this is what's important for me and my well-being. And sharing some stories um, equally like sharing that, you know, you put your washing on and that's OK. And you've gone <laughs> out for a walk. You know, we do a lot of walking meetings. So, well-being doesn't have to be expensive. I think well-being of your 
in an organization about how you lead so we do a lot of um walking meetings i say come on get away from your screen go and have a walk get on the fo- old-fashioned phone calls don't be glued <laughs> to zoom <laughs> you know yes don't, don't be glued to zoom think it's okay to go and get outside and have a walk and talk or you know we do some step challenges in team meetings so we stand up put a bit of music on it's just a bit of fun uh, and it's getting people moving a little bit more yeah, I think that you know, I think the whole the whole workplace environment. I think it's oh yeah, it's a massive massive shift, and it, it, it's whether yeah, organisations culturally are ready for that shift. Um, and what you're talking about is helping uh, you know, the information you've got in this report to help them have a look at that. You know, we're not you know, you know, we were talking before we we, we came on there. You know, we, we're not saying we're not saying hey, you're the expert in this field. You've your organization you'll have challenges like anybody else has challenges we all have them but the information in the report that you've got is absolutely valuable absolutely it is key and i think you know we aren't we aren't immune to any other difficulties that any other organization um has and i can you know sit there as the the director of hr knowing that sometimes it's difficult to persuade leaders to do this that and the other and i have the same challenges we're not immune to that and we're by no means perfect but what the report does help and what the information on the website does help is give you a bit of an idea of some of the really easy, quick things you can do, how to influence some of your stakeholders in your organisations to get well-being on the agenda. Um, so, yeah, we're not perfect by no means at all. <laughs> Mickey, what, 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 the one thing that just came to my mind there as you were talking, what, what about the situation that you've I'm just thinking of a scenario, you've got two people and the one says, well, why, why are you letting them work at home two days a week, but you're not letting me work at home two days a week? Does that, things like that crop up? Yeah, and I think, again, it's about the communication because some job roles won't allow you to work from home, you know, mm. all, all week, all, all day, every day. You know, some job roles need that presence in an office or, or in a working environment. So it's then having that really... And I don't want it to sound patronising, but adult to adult conversation that says, well, your job role doesn't allow that. And if if they felt it did, then let's talk about it. Tell me when and where we could do that. And is there an opportunity for any degree of flexibility? But I think, you know, having those open and honest conversations that say we do different jobs. You know, we might all work for the same organisation, but we do different roles within an organisation. And sometimes that can limit what you can and what you can't do. But, But equally, I don't think it should be a complete shut the door. (laughs) <laughs> you can't do anything like it's flexibility and well-being is not not for you I, I absolutely disagree with that you just took me back to my counseling days then with parent adult child mode then wow god I'd, yeah wow i went back there <laughs> yeah well, often you can do that parent child but it's not that's not where we want to be you know no. in a corporate environment talk to people yeah like, adult to adult that's that's when things happen. That's when it's productive, when it's adult to adult, not parent to child or child to parent. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. So look, there's lots of things in this report. And how can people get a copy of it? Yeah, I mean, it's all available on our website um, on westfieldhealth.com. Uh, um, happy for anyone to reach out and LinkedIn me. That's absolutely fine. There's lots of stuff on LinkedIn as well. So um, it's all available. Lots of free resources on there as well. And there's no trickery. There's no like, oh, if I download this, some salesperson will <laughs> be contacting me. It's not trickery. It's really important and part of our, you know, ethics, really, that we're trying to help people where we can. So um, more than happy for anyone to either reach out, me personally on LinkedIn or uh, by the website to download the report. 
Cool. Well, we'll share this on our Yawa Radio LinkedIn page as well with the link to the report. That would that would be awesome. And yeah, and if people want to get in touch with you, they can, uh, yeah, can email you directly, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Happy to always share some some stories and what we've done. Again, I'll always caveat it. We ain't we we aren't <laughs> going without any uh, problems ourselves. Uh, but yeah, that's hopefully what makes us uh, genuine and human to say we don't always get it right. You know, I, I love. I, I love the authenticity because that's to me that's what it's all about it's being authentic isn't it it's being your authentic self um, yeah yeah and, and and a lot of this starts a lot of this starts with you not, not yours but the person's own self-awareness on what's important to them and and I, and I would suggest as well through this time a lot of people have really sat down and thought about their values yes yeah yeah, yeah it's uh, been and, a period of self-reflection hasn't it I will, yeah I will lots of people and they and they've shifted so so look we will share this report as well and if some of the listeners want to get in touch yeah they look forward to them doing that as well and uh it is well worth a read to be honest it's it's a good read so uh, we'll put the link on our linkedin page on the hour radio page and look a big thank you for joining me today and whatever you're doing for the rest of your day have a wonderful one lovely thank you steve it's a pleasure thank you this this, this is Yawa Radio, your station for well-being and happiness. Be happy, be inspired. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at yawaradio.com. Co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio podcast. Copyright applies. Yawa Radio. Be happy. Be inspired.